This is a KRWC Radio News special report. The trial of Gregory Ulrich. I'm Tim Matthews reporting. The trial of Gregory Ulrich resumed in Wright County District Court on Tuesday after a long recess for the Memorial Day holiday. The 68-year-old Buffalo man stands as the lone person charged in the deadly attack at the Atlanta Crossroads Clinic in Buffalo February 9th of 2021 that resulted in the death of medical worker Lindsay Overbay of Maple Lake and injuries to four other medical workers. The day started with the defense team for Ulrich telling Judge Catherine McPherson that Ulrich was experiencing great pain and he was requesting to be absent from court. The judge agreed to hear from the defendant as he said he felt his pain would not allow him to process the information in the court proceedings properly. He requested pain medication and to be allowed to lie down in the pod adjacent to the courtroom. Judge McPherson told Ulrich he appeared to be speaking coherently and that she felt it was greatly important for him to be present. Ulrich remained in the courtroom but proceeded to lay his head on the table in front of him with his arms encircling his head. He remained in that position during virtually all of the day's testimony, which prevented any eye contact with the day's main prosecution witnesses, the four medical workers who were shot in the clinic attack but survived their injuries. Jurors on Tuesday heard similar stories from the injured workers. Medical assistant Jennifer Gibson said she shared a pod and assigned office cubicle with Lindsay Overbay, and they had become close friends both at work and outside the office. Their children had also become friends. Gibson said she was headed for a side exit door when a bullet struck her in the back of her thigh. She told the court that she managed to get outside, but Lindsay Overbay, who was right behind her in the hallway, was not as fortunate. She fell within a foot or two of the door after being struck by gunfire. Antonia Franzen Pruden, a registered nurse with Alina, was at the front desk gathering some paperwork at the time that Ulrich entered the clinic. She testified she saw Ulrich pull out a handgun and ordered workers to, quote, get down on the ground, unquote. Franzen Pruden said she was shot in the back while on the floor and couldn't feel her legs. Partially immobilized, she felt helpless to assist her friend, receptionist Tammy Schaffler, who had also been shot after she got on the floor, as instructed by Ulrich. During her time on the witness stand, Schaffler said she was shot twice in the hip and groin area. She recalled wondering, quote, are we all going to die here, unquote, as she lay bleeding on the floor. She told jurors that while Ulrich was in the back area of the clinic, she managed to use her cell phone to call 911 and to send a text to her daughter, an RN at another facility, that there was a shooter in the Crossroads Clinic building and that she had been shot. Sherry Curtis was working as an LPN at the Alina Crossroads Clinic on the day of the attack. She was in the rear of the building and was on the phone with a patient when she heard unusual sounds coming from the entrance area. She said she finished her call and began to start heading for the front of the building when she encountered Ulrich in the hallway. Curtis said she remembered asking Ulrich, quote, why, unquote, before she was shot a total of six times, suffering injuries to her left arm, spleen, diaphragm, and stomach. All four injured women were taken to North Memorial Hospital, where they were hospitalized for varying amounts of days. All of the victims talked about struggling with anxiety and most mentioned being diagnosed with PTSD following the incident. All indicated their daily lives are very different today than they were before the clinic attack. Only two of the four have returned to work. Antonia Franzen Pruden now works in a different capacity for Alina but works exclusively from home. Jennifer Gibson has returned to her work at the Alina Crossroads Clinic but admitted Tuesday that some days are difficult. 
Two other witnesses on Tuesday spent only a brief time on the stand but provided some interesting information. Mona Patel, owner and operator of the Super 8 Motel in Buffalo, testified that Ulrich had rented a room at the motel for multiple days in the week that ultimately preceded the attack. She told the court that she had asked Gregory Ulrich if he wanted to switch to the cheaper weekly rate. Patel said Ulrich responded, quote, my work will be done, unquote, and wouldn't need the weekly rate. Also recalled to the stand by the prosecution was Michael Rotilli, a forensic investigator with the Wright County Sheriff's Office. His testimony centered around video information that was obtained from two SD digital storage cards that were found in the briefcase that Ulrich brought to the clinic. Rotilli testified that the videos were made in December of 2020. That would be just weeks before the violence at the clinic. Both videos were played for the jury. They featured Ulrich conveying his allegations that his pain was not being managed by his providers and that health officials had, quote, picked on the wrong person, unquote. The second video showed Ulrich suggesting there should be separate pain management laws for senior citizens and that seniors should, quote, grab a pistol and go down there and kill as many expletive nurses as you can, unquote. The prosecution is nearing the end of its case. Wednesday, they're expected to call a number of doctors who provided emergency treatment and follow-up care to health care workers injured in the Alana Crossroads attack. The trial of Gregory Ulrich, a KRWC Radio News special report. I'm Tim Matthews, KRWC Radio News. More news in just a minute. Thank you.